Hello and welcome to Alessandra's Angle, a show about positivity and self-improvement. We'll be featuring a variety of topics from motivation and inspiration to life hacks and leadership insights. I'm Alessandra Cavaluzzi and I'll be your host for this podcast. Join me each month for tips and information on how to transform your reality for the better. It's never too late to change the path that we're on. And there's no better time than now to rewrite your story. Are you ready? Great. Then let's get right into today's show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the year-end episode of Alessandra's Angle. It is December 30th, New Year's Eve Eve, and I can't believe it's actually the last episode of the year. It's kind of flown by, but I'm sure I speak for everyone when I say we're looking forward to closing out 2020 and ushering in a new year, hopefully COVID-free. We hope that the new year brings health and happiness and good things for everyone. It's been uh, certainly a roller coaster of a year for everyone. And I know the holidays were especially tough this year because many of us, uh, if not all of us, have been separated from our families and loved ones and friends. We weren't able to gather as we usually do. You know, the holidays are a time where traditionally we gather together uh, with uh, those that we care about, our loved ones. And this year we had to sort of be separated and it's tough and we have to make these sacrifices so that we can be healthy and together tomorrow. So as they say, apart today so that we can be together tomorrow. And speaking of tradition, that's actually the topic of today's episode, traditions. They usually come to mind at this time of year, the holidays, but traditions are things that we can actually carry out any time of the year or we can establish at any point in our lives for whatever occasion or for no occasion at all, just something that you want to do. Uh, Moving forward, you want to, whether it's gather with friends regularly or at a certain time of year, or you want to start a tradition of doing things with your family or your children or your significant other, there's always an opportunity to start a tradition. And the reason why they're important is because actually by their very definition, traditions are a way of passing down elements of a culture from generation to generation, uh, not only by oral communication, but also through actions, things that you do. It's actually defined as a mode of thought or behavior followed by a people continuously from generation to generation, a custom or usage. That's actually the dictionary um, definition of tradition. It's really important for a number of reasons uh, that we carry them on if we already have established traditions or that we develop new ones because they help us to feel grounded. They help us to feel like we belong. They help us to feel that we are a part of something special, a part of a group of people uh, that share something special. They bond us to other people. They help strengthen and reinforce relationships. And it just creates a positive sense of well-being and just a greater quality of life. And many people attest to this. There's been a lot written about traditions and the importance of traditions and how we must never 
neglect them or forget them or let them fall by the wayside. One of the people who's written about them is Frank Sonnenberg. He's actually an award-winning author and he's written many books. And the latest book that he wrote was entitled, Listen to Your Conscience, and That's Why You Have One. And it was released just this past November. But on the topic of traditions, uh, Sonnenberg actually says a number of different things. He believes that traditions contribute to a sense of comfort and belonging, uh, that tradition brings families together and enables people to reconnect with friends. And this is true. I mean, I know personally speaking, I come from a large Italian family and we have a lot, as you can imagine, lots of traditions uh, that date back generations, go all the way back to the old country, back to Italy. And my grandparents on both sides, my father and my mother's side, had many, many traditions, whether it came to the holidays or religious in nature, that we still carry on to this day, that I still carry on to this day. And I love it because although I was born here, I'm first generation American, it connects me to Italy and it connects me to my grandparents in a way that even though both sets of grandparents are no longer here, they live on in the traditions that we carry out every year. And then there are those that bring you back to your childhood. So for me, especially this time of year, the Christmas holidays, uh, certain things that we do, whether it be food that we make on Christmas Eve or whether it be cookies that we bake, traditional Italian cookies, connect me again to a time of year uh, and to my childhood that was so very special and filled with so much joy that just the act of making those cookies and then, of course, eating them, because <laughs> that's the best part is eating them, just transports you back to that time. Even just the aroma coming out of the oven uh, will, you know, it's capable of taking me back in time to uh, our three-family house in Astoria, Queens, in New York, uh, smelling the, the aroma of the cookies baking in my grandmother's oven uh, on the first floor uh, of the of the house, the apartment house, the building that we lived in, my grandmother's apartment was on the first floor, and the the scent, uh, the aroma coming out of the oven of the baking cookies would waft all the way up to the third floor apartment where I lived with my parents, and it just reminds me whenever we make those cookies, whether I bake them with my mom or I bake them myself at home, it takes me right back to those days. Uh, and, and it's a wonderful thing. So it helps you to stay connected with your past. It helps to actually shape the people that we are today. And that's actually something that, uh, Sonnenberg also says that they help to connect you to your past, help you to grow into the person that you are or, or evolve into the person that you are today. And also helps to create traditions that you carry on for the future and it's it's a wonderful thing because it helps bridge the past and the present uh, and create future memories. And it's, it's just so positive in that aspect as well. Another thing that Sonnenberg says when it comes to traditions is that they help to reinforce values such as freedom, faith, integrity, a good education, personal responsibility, strong work ethic, and the value of being selfless. So when it comes to being selfless, there are so many things that you can do even to help bring joy to the lives of others by way of traditions. So 
if you are someone who loves to bake, one of the things I love to do is bake. I love it. I can spend all day at the oven baking. Um, and I love to make treats, especially around the holidays. Uh, but even throughout the year, even if it's not a specific holiday, to give to people, to give away to people. And for me, I love it because I put my whole heart and soul into it. And not only that, it makes me happy when people enjoy something that I make and hearing them say that, you know, they had my cookies with a cup of coffee and it made their day or they were delicious and it brought a smile to their face or it reminded them of cookies that their grandma used to make or their mother made or whatever the case may be, makes me happy that it made them happy. And so that's another way, you know, and, and you give of yourself, you give yourself selflessly, you, you do things like that without expecting anything in return because the reward is in the joy that you bring to other people's lives. And so traditions are good in that sense as well. And also it just helps us to create those lasting memories for our families and our friends. And, you know, you don't have to spend a lot of money on things, little things, or it could be something like getting together at someone's house once a year or once a month or whatever it is. Or it could be a trip you take with your friends once a year, or it could be the tradition of a family reunion, whether it be the entire family or whether it be cousins getting together or it could be a girl's trip, or it could be the guys getting together and going away once a year for a weekend where they all spend the weekend just reconnecting and talking about all whatever guys talk about when they go away. Who knows? Uh, you know, just examples, things like that. Uh, but again, it, it doesn't have to be religious in nature. It doesn't have to be tied to a holiday, just something that brings people together. It could be something as simple as creating crafts with your kids, doing crafts with your kids, whether it be for a holiday, um, decorating ornaments together, again, baking cookies together with your kids, or it could be once a month, you and your husband or you and your wife or your girlfriend or boyfriend make a meal together. You know, you set aside one day out of the month where you try out a new recipe you know, the recipe of the month or whatever it is, and you do it together. And it's a tradition that you do or a tradition where, you know, you make each other breakfast in bed for a specific birthday or Valentine's day or whatever it is. Um, you know, they're just things that you do that help connect people together, that help reinforce the bonds of being together. Uh, you can have a time, even with coworkers, get together once a year or in the summer, everybody gets together and goes out uh, or does something as a group together or a tradition of volunteering together at a soup kitchen around the holidays, making a meal uh, at, at a nonprofit together, doing a tradition of doing that every year. Whatever the case may be, it's something that brings people together it's something that benefits others and makes people happy or brings joy to others. And it reinforces and creates bonds between people. One of the traditions, and or you could do things for yourself. You can do things for yourself. Um, one of the traditions that I talked about in a previous podcast uh, that I do every year, and this year I actually remembered to take a photo of it, 
uh, is what I call a blessings bowl. And I do this at the beginning of the year, January 1st, every year. And it's a glass bowl, uh, that I set aside. And every time something positive happens throughout the year, or I achieve a goal or, or I do something that I had set my mind to doing, I'll write it on a piece of paper and I'll put it into the container. And it could be something like I completed a course that I wanted to take, or I finished the project that I was working on, or I wrote a story, a short story, or I learned a new skill, anything. Or I attended an event that was joyful, or witnessed something happy, or saw or heard or did something that brought joy on a particular day that lifted up my mood, whatever it is, I note it and I put it in the container. And then what I do is on New Year's Eve, I'll empty the container out and I'll read each one of those strips of paper. And it will remind me of all the joy that I experienced throughout the year, all the positive things that happened to me throughout the year, um, all of the blessings I've received throughout the year and everything I've accomplished. And it's really important because... We often forget about the positive. We always tend to focus on the negative and the things that don't go our way tend to stick in our minds. And it's nice to have that reminder, especially in a year like this year when it's been crazy for everybody. It's been a roller coaster of a year. Uh, that is one of the things that I'm looking forward to is reading through those slips of paper and just reminding myself of the goodness that's out there in the world and the good things that happen every day and everything that I have to be thankful for. And that leads me into another thing that um, Sonnenberg says about tradition is that it offers an excellent context for meaningful pause and reflection. And it helps you to reflect on uh, this particular tradition anyway, for me, helps me to reflect on how much I have to be thankful for in my life. And, and that's, so that's an example of something you can do for yourself. And I look forward to doing that tomorrow night. Uh, another person who's written about traditions, uh, in an article that actually appeared in psychology today is, uh, Paul Levine, Dr. Paul Levine. And his article was entitled a profound need for our traditions. And it speaks to the importance of continuing and maintaining traditions or starting traditions. If you don't have one. And this article appeared in Psychology Today in February of 2017. And what Dr. Levine says is that traditions fulfill important criteria for achieving what he calls the four B's, our senses of being, belonging, believing, and benevolence. And Dr. Levine refers to being as appreciating ourselves and our strengths and feeling grounded in our core identity despite our frailties and foibles. Belonging refers to our personal comfort in knowing that we're an integral part of some group or groups where we are respected and appreciated and perhaps loved by others. And think about those two things, what we just said, being and belonging, that traditions help us to stay grounded in our identity, who we are. And again, you, you can tie that back to your past, your roots, your background, your family, your upbringing, your childhood, all the things that make up who you are and, and help shape who you are as a person, your identity. 
And also that feeling of belonging, that when you take part in traditions, whether it's with your friends or with your families, loved ones, your children, your significant other, you feel like you're a part of a group where you're sharing something special, you're appreciated, you're loved, whether it's something that someone gives you, like a homemade gift that you receive from someone uh, that's a tradition of theirs, that they like to make these homemade gifts and give them out to people at the holidays or for birthdays or special occasions. You're receiving that gift from them and you feel special. You feel like you're a part and you're appreciated and you belong, that you matter. And that's a really important and valuable part of traditions and why it's important to maintain them. The next thing, believing. The next B is believing. And that means that we have a set of higher or non-material principles and values by which we lead our lives, which can be religious or secular rules of ethical behavior. And then finally, the final B is benevolence, which refers to the extent to which we enhance the lives of others, be they family, friends, or strangers, and leave a positive emotional footprint. So I mean, look at those two things, believing and benevolence, and how believing even that we have higher principles and values which we lead our lives by, uh, and they could be religious in nature. You know, some traditions are rooted in faith and rooted in religion, uh, whether it be certain things that we do that are tied to a religious holiday, uh, observances, or whether it be a tradition that we do to help enhance the lives of others. So going back to perhaps a tradition of volunteering, serving meals at a homeless shelter or at a soup kitchen, that's helping and benefiting the lives of others. Or it could be a tradition of inviting people into your home for the holidays, inviting people over every year to gather together and to spend some time. Uh, you know, one of the things that I've seen that people do is Friendsgiving around Thanksgiving time. It's a separate celebration. You know, everyone gathers with family at Thanksgiving. People will gather with friends for Friendsgiving. And it could either be before the Thanksgiving holiday or after, but it's a way for everyone to get together. And you can open up your home and invite your friends into your home. And it makes them, again, feel happy that they're a part of a group and something special and a tradition and that they feel appreciated and loved. And you feel great inviting people into your home in, into a warm and inviting atmosphere. And it, it's beneficial both ways. So these are the things that are important that help us to reevaluate what's truly valuable in our lives. Uh, things that are of value helps us to reflect on what's important. And uh, according to Dr. Levine, without traditions, he thinks that it's very difficult for us to fulfill um, our human needs for affiliation and communing because traditions are what bond people together and would bring people together and reinforce those bonds. Uh, so as a result, if we don't have tradition, according to Dr. Levine, we're more often alone, we feel alienated, and we can feel demoralized, especially in times of uncertainty and jeopardy. And if you think about the year that we've had, 2020, uh, these unprecedented and uncertain times have left a lot of people feeling down and feeling sad and feeling alienated, especially and alone with the lockdowns and with the quarantines. And so now more than ever, it's important to have traditions and things that 
bring people together. And even though we're not able to gather as we could in the past for now, it's something to keep in mind for the future and perhaps helps us to appreciate these types of traditions even more now that we are separated. People are longing to get together again and to spend Friendsgiving with their friends or to have that girl's vacation or getaway or uh, the guy's uh, monthly poker game. I mean, do people even still play poker and gather to play cards? I'm assuming they do uh, somewhere. Uh, so, you know, it's those things that people carry on. Uh, I know that I know lots of people uh, who still get together with their high school buddies uh, once a month or every holiday they'll get together and have a dinner, all the guys. And, you know, 30, 35 years later, still getting together. And it's a wonderful thing uh, because you're connected again. And it reminds you of your upbringing, of the past, of, you know, these are people that were in your life in the past and helped shape who you are today. And helping to maintain those connections is really important and keeps us grounded. And again, it provides stability. It provides comfort. It provides a feeling of belonging and in times when things seem shaky and scary, those are the kinds of things that really help us to pull through, to help us to pull through. So what do you do if you don't have any traditions? You know, I, I have people that I talk to sometimes that say, the holidays make me sad because they remind me of my childhood, but now either you know, some family members have passed away or they live in f distant cities. Everybody's gone their separate ways. And so they're not able to carry out those traditions anymore. And they feel sad about that. They feel sad about the, the, the fact that they, they look back and, and, uh, feel melancholy or, or down because those days have passed and they wish that they could go back to them. And what I say is, it's never too late to start a new tradition. Start new traditions now. If you don't have family nearby, start them with neighbors or with friends or your church group or your book club or anybody that you have uh, close by um, that, you know, your colleagues at work. Start new traditions. It's never too late to start your own. Do that and you'll see that you'll feel really good. And the people that you do those things with um, will feel really good. It's beneficial to everyone. So to recap, traditions are very important. They help keep us grounded. They give us a sense of belonging. They connect us to our past. They help shape who we are today. And they also create new memories for tomorrow. They help strengthen relationships, bring people together, and there's no end to what you can do as far as traditions go. They don't have to be about holidays. They don't have to be tied to religion. Uh, they can be really anything. They, they could just be social gatherings and a way to just connect with people. Um, not something that costs a lot of money to do. Be simple things. They don't have to be material things. There's lots of inspiration out there on the internet if you want to find ideas and things to do. Uh, I mentioned a few of the things that I do, some of the things from our past and my past and as a child, uh, things that 
bring us back, bring me back to that time of my life that make me very, very happy. And there are ways for us to really reflect and think on what is truly important and valuable in our lives. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. It's time now to wrap it up. Uh, went a little long on this one, but you know what? It's the end of the year. Why not? Let's go for broke, right? I wish you all a very, very happy new year. May 2021 bring you and your loved ones uh, and all those who you hold dear health, happiness, good fortune, blessings, and just joy to everyone. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your feedback. I hope that you'll continue to listen uh, and that you enjoy this podcast and that you will reach out to me with your feedback and any suggestions on future episodes. Don't forget to connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, Twitter, Facebook, if you haven't already, uh, Instagram, and look for the photo of the Blessings Bowl. I will actually be posting it on social media on all of those different platforms. So take a look and you'll see, and maybe you'll start your own Blessings Bowl tradition. You can do it just for you. As I said, you don't have to do it with family, friends. If you don't want to, you could just do it for you. It's a great exercise. I love it. And I'm really, really looking forward to reading all those slips of paper this year, especially this year after the year we've had. All right, everyone. Uh, until next time, until we'll see you next year, as the old saying goes, you know, that old cliche pun. Um, and uh, enjoy your New Year's Eve. Be responsible. Follow the COVID guidelines. And I'll see you next year. Take care, beautiful people. A reminder to connect with me on social media, on LinkedIn at Alessandra Cavaluzzi, on Instagram at Alessandra Cavaluzzi, on Twitter at A Cavaluzzi. And I'm also on Facebook. But on Facebook, I'm under a million dollars in change. That's the name of my book. So that's where you can find me there. So let's connect. If you'd like to sign up for the Alessandra's Angle newsletter, you can go to my website, alessandracavaluzzi.com. Click on email updates to receive the latest newsletter. Or you can just drop me a line. Let me know what you think of the show and what you'd like to hear about in future episodes of this podcast. Until next time, remember, the journey to your new reality starts now. And you have to believe in order to achieve. So believe in yourself. <laughs>